whoever named the towns in Massachusetts, they were really high. Mike, get in here. We're naming town. Are you high again? All right, what do we name this one? He's like, <laughs> uh, sandwich. <laughs> Yoking it across, Corbell, a shot! Shane Raycroft! Supply! Oh, wow! When we stop in Massachusetts with my favorite crowd, there are empty narrogans and cans all over the ground. And if you hear me, baby, sing with me now. Well, congratulations, first of all. Oh, thank you. They're, thank think, you, Josh. I think they're doing something for you. Yeah, yeah, in about uh, 10 days. It's been four months, but the, the last couple of weeks have been pretty nerve-wracking because now I'm thinking, you know, i got to finish this speech. I just found out how long I'm going to have to speak. Oh, wow. And Don Cherry's going to be on the ice. <laughs> and he said, I'll be happy to say a few words. So I'm not sure if I want, because he doesn't have a few words. I have no idea what he's going to be in. Uh, which, you know, the fans are going to love it. Yeah. And if time permits, then, you know, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll ask him to say a few words. But, um, you know, he can't just stand out there and not talk. So, so how much time are you doing? Uh, well, you got to do the whole thing is a half an hour. That's all you have. And, you know, by the time they, they interview or, or I mean, they um, uh, introduce the players that are already up there. And I'm not even sure if I know I know Bobby can't make it because he's getting his arm operated on uh, 10 days before. Oh. Uh, I don't know about Phil. I know the other four guys from here will be there. So they introduce them, I believe. Um <clears throat> And then uh, I think I start talking, and I'm going to have a Don on the ice. Going to have an old coach of mine from Toronto that that coached me uh, when I was 13 to 16 years old. Who's wow. in his 80s now, but he's still <laughs> he's still around Toronto. So I asked him to come down. He had a big influence on my skating and my game, and uh, so much so. Uh, I don't want to give it away because it's going to be part of my speech. But <laughs> is that and, before you went to Oshawa? Yeah, that's what, you know, I ended up getting drafted by Oshawa and then six full scholarship offers, one of them to BU, which I didn't take. And uh, and then 10 years later, I ended up in Boston, exactly 76 to 79. He was 66 to 69. Don was 76 to 79. He had a big influence on my on my game. Yeah. Although we never saw eye to eye in the beginning, which is kind of a joke now. I'm not. No, no, they they no. put the big boys on that. I'm doing uh, I'm doing this week though Friday or when, doing tomorrow, tomorrow night, game, right? tomorrow and Friday. So and then uh, I was just talking to um, Karen, our alumni. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm I got passes, so I've already got okay. tickets. So I'm going to be over okay. there. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be on with Barry in between the first and second. I already know that. Oh, okay. On yeah. Nesson, yeah. Yeah, you'll be doing the tour for sure. I've yeah, been lucky. Yeah. I saw. I've been for here sure. for Cam's and Ray's as well. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. played for. Yeah. Like, I was on the bench for those oh, two. So good. those were. Yep. Those were big nights. So this is this is the next one. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I remember going back to I guess Phil or Bobby. I can't remember which was first. Probably Bobby. Yeah, would have been. Yeah, uh, or Chief. The, no, uh, Chief would have been the first one for me. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I played with Chief my first two years in Boston. Got it. And then he was, he his was retired not long after that, I think. So got it. Yeah. And now where where I know you've told me before, um, probably on the last podcast we did together, like yeah. four years ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> I won't repeat did myself. The, <laughs> did the uh, 
I think that episode's long gone. <laughs> I, I can't find it. Uh, <laughs> um, the your number sixteen. Did you pick that, or was it given to you, or did it have anything to do with Derek Sanderson? No, well, it had had a lot to do with Derek, and even more so now when after I talked to him. Uh, funny thing was that I thought. I picked it because of him, because Derek and I played together my rookie year. Yeah. We became friends, and then he got traded to St. Louis the next year, and uh, that was the year of the big trade. Phil ended up coming to New York. I luckily got a chance to play with Phil Esposito on a line in New York. and uh, But apparently, as as the story goes, he wanted some of his uh, old wingers, one of his old wingers. He kept hounding uh, John Ferguson, who was the coach then, from what I've heard and read in, in Phil's book, not that he wanted to get rid of me, but he wanted one of his old yeah. wingers from the Bruins. And unbeknownst to me, the Bruins had soured on Kenny Hodge at the time. And then I guess I was having too much fun in New York, and the Rangers wanted to get rid of me just to <laughs> save my life. Was that influenced by Derek at all? Too? And uh, well, there was an article in the paper, but uh, which had something to do with me being traded, also. But that's that's another long story. But. Uh, uh, they used they used Derek as a scapegoat for why they traded him. They said because he was getting two of the younger players into training problems, Rick Middleton and Ron Greshner. <laughs> actually put our names in the paper. <clears throat> and Gresh actually is coming down for the night. Oh, He's the one awesome. Ranger I've really kept in touch with over the years. So, um, ironically. But um, <laughs> so, uh, so, how, how so, so I didn't say anything. A couple of weeks later, some reporter asked me about it. Uh, he was already gone. He was always, already in St. Louis. I didn't yeah. think it was fair. He couldn't even defend himself. And I didn't like the fact they put my name in the paper like that. So I, I didn't say anything inflammatory, but I said a few words. But I didn't know. He wasn't a beat writer. Uh, I, I learned a lot that time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, next day, a guy hands me the New York Post, one of the, one of the guys on my team, and I open it up, and inch eye headlines, Middleton takes shot at boss. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> and, and that was just when Ferguson was coming in as the third coach that year. So it was really a team in transition yeah. in New York. We didn't make the playoffs. Only time in my career I didn't make the playoffs. And um, in May, right at the end of the year, uh, I picked up some buddies at the airport, and they got from Toronto, and they, 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 as soon as they got in the car, they said, hey, you're going to trade to Boston for Hodge. I'm like, I haven't heard that. Get out. It's just a rumor. <laughs> a week later, I got the phone call. I was moving houses because we had winter rentals because uh, uh, we lived in Long Beach, Long Island, which is kind of like Hampton Beach where I live now, and we'd have winter rentals out there because you could yeah. never practice at Madison Square Gardens. You always had an alternate practice rink, so. I was moving houses, and I got the message that uh, John Ferguson was looking for me. He, you know, give him a call. So, geez, <laughs> wonder what that was going to be all about. So I called Fergie, and uh, I remember his line clear as day like it was yesterday. He goes, well, we're, we're thinking about trading you. Thinking. He says, uh, but we're not going to do it unless, until we're 100% sure that it's going to be the best for both teams. <laughs> so... Um, I'll, I'll give you a call back. Where are you going to be? So I left him some numbers because I was moving. And by the time I got to the other place, like, yeah, within <laughs> 15 minutes, the phone was, uh, and I'd been traded. I, I think he just had to tell Harry, I found him. He's alive. Make the trade. <laughs> uh, so that summer I spent in, in Long Beach, uh, which is, you know, a great uh, seaside community. I was 22 years old, and uh, why not? Right? And, and so then uh, in September, I just loaded up my car with my everything I owned 
and drove to Fitchburg, Mass. for training oh camp. Oh my God, the Wallace Civic Center. The, the, the lovely Holiday Inn right off of Route Two there. It's <laughs> so something that else was though. In Fitchburg. Fitchburg in the seventies. Yeah, Which we were there like stand up in on December first. And we <laughs> and we used to do like two a days for like three weeks. You know, before you play. A game. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd always be in the in the in the pubs afterwards. So it's like you move into the town. But anyways, but, uh, and I, it wasn't the first team. You know, I wasn't on the first team that that trained there. But uh, that's when I met Don first the first day at uh, training camp. Uh, Don Cherry. Don Cherry. Well. I had known about him because uh, when I played in the American League, because the, uh, the Rangers sent me to their farm team uh, in 73 when I first got drafted because they played the Bruins for the Cup in 72 and lost, but they still had a Stanley Cup caliber team. Mm -hmm. So I didn't make the team out of camp, so they sent me to Providence, Rhode Island. Uh -huh. And uh, the Providence Reds, Rhode Island Reds. It's the first year they built the Dunkin' Donuts Center. It's called the Civic Center. So you opened it. <laughs> we opened, and it was a state-of-the-art arena in those days with the restaurant down the end behind glass. I mean, you never saw anything in the America League, especially, yeah. right, like that. And it seated 10,000 people. We got like 8,000 at games, you know, in oh, those it's days. A blast. And they were only around a couple more years, and then they folded in the late 70s. Yeah. But uh, so I was 19 years old. I was living in New England. I was uh, living in Cranston, Cranston, <laughs> Pocasset Ave, <laughs> Cranston. Got the accent going. <clears throat> and they made it up the next two years to huh. New York. But, you know, this is going to be kind of part of my speech. When is this going to show? Are you going to be like before the 29th? No, we we can make it after the 29th. <laughs> yeah. No, because I, uh, two, it was kind of like it was, I was being drawn to New England. First of all, I started yeah. my career here. Secondly, I played with Derek my first year, who brought me to Boston that summer, introduced uh -huh. me to his partner at Daisy's, Joey Semino, and all, all his buddies. Little did I know a year later I'd be here the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, life was strange like Daisy's, that. Yeah. And then Phil, another Boston guy, comes in the next year. And if it wasn't for him wanting one of his wingers, yeah. you know, that tra I could have ended up in Winnipeg or somewhere. Mm. You know, so... It was that Boston connection or the New England connection throughout the whole thing. It was almost destiny that I end up yeah. back in New England with the Bruins, and uh, thank God it happened. You know, is that is when you've been traded, Razor? Yes. Is that like? Do you have any like weird ways that you found out? Like, so I was traded to Toronto from Boston, and I was in Europe. And so it was like it was similar in the fact everyone was trying to find me because it was still prior to now you know where yeah. everyone you just have a cell phone in your pocket yeah, you know right. i i didn't no sign up for the media. european you know i was off the grid over there i was yeah. in in rome hanging out with friends um and yeah people were trying to get a hold of me for a day or two which and it was coincidentally fergie's son oh it was fergie yeah, Jr. yeah. for me up there so wow that's so there weird. you go yeah it's kind of odd um, kinda weird. um so yeah so he finally got a hold of me over there and i was i was off to toronto so um, that was exciting, obviously, yeah. going up there. Well, nobody I mean, ever wants to get traded. No. I mean, maybe some guys. It depends on who you're playing for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, for the most part, you know, you, that's the team that's selecting in the draft, and, you know, you're all, you're all about making a whole career and winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah. With, I was picturing ticker tape parades down Fifth Avenue. <laughs> well, especially because the Rangers were in the final the year before. Yeah, they that's drafted. Right. They were in the finals the year before. They, they lost to Boston. The no, uh, in 72, they lost to Boston. Oh. 73, right. I got drafted. 74 was my rookie year in New York, and then 75 didn't make the playoffs. Oh, okay. So three years, and that's when they were cleaning house. 
They uh, traded Der- uh, Derek. They traded Eddie Jockerman, the, the fans' favorite. The yeah. fans loved Eddie, and, and so did I. I mean, Eddie was great. He's only one of a few guys in the Raptors. Yeah. In New York, right? <clears throat> yeah, from those days. Um, they did Jean Rattel last year, yeah. and they're doing Vic Hadfield this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, he, 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 he left the year I got there. Gotcha. Uh, I, I didn't know Vic. they got to fill up all that empty right. space. One in of the Raptors. original six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I got, yeah. To be, I got to be at Leachy's first time back to Madison Square Garden. Oh, you so did? So that, was, yeah. a big, that yeah. was a big night. Another, you know, like it's funny now just because this is, you, you've got yours right. next week. I've right. thought about, you know all the ones I got to kind of see, and, see, you know, guys going back to their teams like Brian Leach and, and right. Sundin and, and the big guys. So like right. when he returned as a player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, when he was in Boston. you know, obviously he's, he's in the Raptors, but that was a big deal. And he, he was with the Bruins when I was playing with them. Yeah. He won year first, here. The right, one year right, his yeah, last yeah. year here. So, um, yeah. So great player. Cool. Great yeah, player. Great awesome. guy too. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. you get nervous for your speech. I, I know what I know. I, I know what I want to say. I just haven't put it down on paper and timed it yet. Yeah. You know, I, I know who I want to thank. I really kind of my theme of uh, what I want to say. And then I'm going to have some of the guys on the ice from my sled hockey team. Yeah. When we won the gold medal in Salt Lake City, three uh, one of them flew in. The goalie flew in. Manny from uh, Minnesota was coming in, and Joe Howard and Kip St. Germain live in Mass. So they're, they're all three of them will be on the ice That's with great. my assistant coach awesome. Tommy Moulton, who I don't think I've told yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I had to make sure that they would okay it, and, and I'm still waiting for because he uh, I didn't think of it till after. So I added him to the list. So well, what's another guy on the ice? Yeah, you know. So have you asked any Lots of, of uh, and like eight members of my family to help raise the the. the Oh, that's the awesome. banner. Although they tell me you, you don't really pull it up. There's somebody in the rafters pulling it up. But <laughs> oh, you so make it look like leak. you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Inside information. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, have, have you reached out to any of uh, our mutual comedy <laughs> to help you write your speech? Or? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I can imagine. I got to no keep help it from P- Lenny. It's got to be PG. So I can't help. <laughs> I can't ask Lenny or Steve Sweeney. The only guy that has a clean act is Donnie Gaffin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm, I'm so fortunate you, you talk about those guys, to meet those guys way back in the 70s when comedy was just starting out. And these guys were so professional that yeah. you know, when comedy got big they just hit the ground running and you know uh from the old ding ho days to yeah that uh, was before a, your time but you've heard, way the, you've heard the story time. yeah uh i, I wish i heard dennis leary was a doorman that's how he got into comedy dennis was a little younger than those guys yeah. and he was a doorman at the ding ho and that's okay. said if they can do it i can do it <laughs> <laughs> that's what i heard that's the story <laughs> I don't think I'm making it up. Yeah, comedians always end up working the door at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want some stage time? Go stand over there. Yeah, yeah. Take, take tickets. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we started the podcast, I heard you talking. We, we, got, some, we got a live audience, kind of. Mm. Two yeah. people. Yeah. Biggest audience me and Razor have ever had. Certainly, yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> this is nerve-wracking for me. Yeah. Not to hey, maybe you should do it when the bars open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that would be an interesting. Yeah. 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 We actually might do that. Yeah. I got to talk to you about that. Oh, okay, perfect. Later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you were saying about how you found out they didn't like really 
write you a letter like, hey, we're going to retire your number. It wasn't like... Well, there's no rhyme or reason to these things. Uh, obviously, you know, people had wore it uh, after I retired. And, uh, you know, right up until Marco Sturm, 2010... Okay. Uh, at Fenway, you know, scoring the uh, the overtime goal to win the game, and then another young player, I guess, had it on after him for a few games. I can't remember his Casper's name. Casper's dog. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I don't know why I know there that. You go. Good and, for him. Uh, he was smart picking you're, that. You're, 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 you're a I I can't remember what I'm supposed to do today, but I remember everyone's <laughs> number and who they were trying to. Rainman. Yeah, Rainman. <laughs> and uh, so after that, Cam said that uh, he called the equipment guy, uh, Tito, and uh, told him to put it away. So uh, after that, I, I noticed like the next year and the next year, and I'm like, geez, nobody's wearing 16. I mean, you know, maybe there's a possibility here or maybe they just lost it. I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, you know, like, for instance, Terry O'Reilly, he retired in, <coughs> excuse me, 85, uh, 84, 85. They didn't retire his number until 2002. And nobody wore it. As soon as he retired, they put it away. I, I think it, they, they forgot about it because they built a new building. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, well, we got Terry. What are we going to do Terry? <laughs> So there's no rhyme or reason. Doesn't mean like you're gonna get it within five years or ten years or even with Terry, although it's 17. Um, so when it happened this quickly after nobody's been wearing it, I, I, but I was totally totally caught off guard because it was uh, July and Cam uh, doesn't call me often uh, about business, but since I'm the president of the uh, the alumni, he, he he has called me about certain issues. And so that's what I thought it was about. And so we just some small talk about golf and yeah family and then he just like blurted it out hey well we just decided we're gonna retire your number i'm like what <laughs> what did i hear what yeah so i honestly said what <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> uh, what'd you say <laughs> but uh, i honestly didn't think i heard him uh correctly and my heart started beating like 100 beats a minute and that's awesome uh, which it is now because yeah. I think you know, I think about it. I, I'm trying to play it down because I got to talk for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but when you look up at the uh, the people that are up there, yeah, and like I said, uh, their 100th anniversary is 2024, so it'll be only one of 11 in 100 years. Pretty special, That's you know. Awesome. And I think it's a, the greatest honor an athlete can get. I mean, I've said that before, and I'll probably say it on the 29th. Uh, you know, not just in the Hall of Fame or any other awards that you might get. Yeah. You know, being named co-captain in 85 with Ray is, is a great honor for a player as you're playing. But when you're retired, to have your your number, if you're able to play long enough and well enough, I think, in, in a, in a uh, location that, that they, rem they think that much of you. Yeah. Uh, to have that done. And then all your generations of family and friends can come and and see you uh see your jersey up there you know um yeah i can't think of anything else that uh that i would want you know yeah more than that uh, so so speaking of the hall of fame though who, who'd you <laughs> piss off over there what's going uh, on over well, I, I don't know. I, you know, I really, I really don't. I've been, I've been nominated. I'm told a few times. You know, they don't tell you. No, you know, oh, they it's not like a black box. Yeah, uh, the only time I, I found out I didn't get in is you read it in the paper. Like, well, mm -hmm. yeah, Middleton, he didn't get enough votes. You know, really, you find out they don't call you up saying, "Oh, you got nominated." Paper, huh? Sorry, this time, nobody calls you. They just, no. you know, just read it in the paper. So, 
And there's no limit to how many times you can be nominated. There's no senior category or anything. Can you put yourself in for a nomination, uh, Gary I, Bettman? Uh, I, I'm not really sure about no? that. No, no. But <laughs> I certainly have enough friends that could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it doesn't mean I'm going to get in. And yeah. then I'm not even sure of the voting. I think they have like 18 people on a board. I'm not sure how they get on, on the board. And then they have to vote for you and have to get enough votes. And, you know, there's more... More than three, I think, they put about three players in a year. Yeah. But I think more get nominated, so somebody's going to have to be out. And I just haven't got enough votes. Uh, I, was, I was a plaintiff in a lawsuit against the NHL in the early 90s, and Alan Eagleson back in the days when, when they were finally getting rid of Eagle. And uh, it didn't make a lot, get a lot of press. Was he your agent, too? Yeah. I, I had Al my first eight years. I'm so sorry to say. <laughs> But in those days, I mean, uh, he had Bobby, and, and he was the head of the union, and who else could you trust right. Right, than the head of your union? That's it. And, uh, and I was a Toronto boy yeah. and uh, a first-round pick, and I, I, I went after Al. So um, not that he didn't get me some, some pretty good contracts early, but uh, we all know what happened. I'm not going to get into it. But, um, so the, the lawsuit, uh, you know, whether that plays a part or not, they have long memories. It was... You know, almost 30 years ago. So I think they need to get over it. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I mean, uh, they say the the Hall of Fame isn't an NHL owned, you know, right. thing, but I'm, I'm sure there's influences there. So, oh, there's lots of guys that in the Hall of Fame that don't have their numbers in the rafters. Like you just touched on. So yeah. Well, I think timing uh, is part of it. Certainly, uh, yeah. And who maybe nominates you? Uh, yeah. I, I really do not know how it works. I remember going to the old Hall of Fame as yeah. a kid yeah, yeah, at the yeah. Canadian National Exhibition. That's right, yeah. You were going down there, yeah, the yeah, CNE yeah. in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty pitiful compared to the <laughs> to, to, you know, a bunch of sticks and jock straps. That was about it, That's sweaters. Right. <laughs> but I was such a huge Leaf fan in the 60s because they won four Stanley Cups, you know. So I knew there was only six teams, so you knew everybody's name. Yeah. And I, I'd go over there at the Hall of Fame at the CNE and every year check it out, you know. So, yeah, it would sure be a great honor to get in. But yeah. uh, but uh, I'll tell you, if I don't, I, I can die a happy man that this is happening, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you guys being, like, former players, I don't know how you feel about them, but I'm so pissed off that Gary Bettman got in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, he definitely put himself in for that one. <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know what, what builder means. And, and, you know, he's been there long enough, I think, that and the league is in such good shape financially that, yeah. you know, um, I haven't been a big fan of his uh, uh, about certain things. Uh, I, I was a big fan of his. I remember when, when uh, Chara got in trouble there in Montreal with the hit. Mm -hmm. and Air Canada was saying that they're going to pull their sponsorship or something if they don't do and Gary just straightened them right out, said, hey, take off, you know, pound sand. You're not going to have a sponsor tell us how to run our league. So um, I, I got a lot of respect for him when he did that. But, uh, no, he's, he's been around long enough. And, you know, have, anytime you, you run something, you're not going to make everybody happy. That's yeah. right. And he's basically working for the owners. And I didn't, I didn't agree with the lockout. But. Uh, it seems to be working for everybody. I just hope there isn't another one because mm -hmm. I've heard a lot of rumors from pretty no. uh, pretty strong people that there, that there's uh, pe people in the know that there may be another one and very soon because they can open up the CBA, I think, next year. 
Yes. And uh, if that happens, mm, I don't know. It's going to sour a lot of people because, you know, the players are making tons of money. The owners are making tons of money. They're going to get $500 million or $600 million from Seattle coming in. They're, right. they're going to have another one coming in probably after that. So, you know, how much do you, do you want uh, to change something that's working so well? So, Yeah. But we'll see. Yes. Uh, so, growing up, you were a Toronto fan. Yeah. And raised I was an NHL fan, but... Yeah, you know, I, I I liked it when the Maple Leafs beat the Canadians then, I, and I love it when the Bruins. Was fan growing up? Bruins, uh, yeah, yeah, I was oh, further yeah. down the road, so I was yeah. right in the middle. Yeah, okay. I was further down the road, okay. so I was half and half. Well, I mean, in they Belleville. had they had great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, they had great teams. I mean, yeah. you you, but you know, because they were so good, you always try to root for the underdog, and then yeah. When the Leafs uh, would beat them, obviously, they were my team. Yeah, so, yeah. so, Razor, you grew up in kind of like the area that's like the Connecticut. Like, you either pick the Sox or the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was another 100 miles east of, yeah. of Nifty. Yeah. So, oh, I was – I basically – Split down the middle of my town, you know, half yeah, the fans. Half it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive each That's way, right. right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. right in the middle. So, yeah. um, And then I had Patrick Waugh, so that was, you know. Right, right. His rookie year was when I was six, seven, eight years old. So yeah, yeah. that was did, kind of a no-brainer for did me. Did they win? Yeah, they, they won, won in, in 86 and 93. 93. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's and right. then a couple years, my heart, you know, the Garden Bruins, I was like a big deal, you know. Yeah. The Bruins beating Montreal was yeah. really fun. Well, awesome. we didn't beat them till '88. That's that, right. '88 that was, was tough. My that last was year like kinda, it was yeah. so special to beat them. I was the only guy left on the team from the '70s. Gotcha. Terry was the coach. Yeah. And and I was the only player okay. from all those uh, Stanley Cup losses and the too many men on the ice in the '70s. That's right. So, yeah. '88 was awful for me because I was mm. I was like old enough where I could stay up and yeah. that that yeah. was no fun. But. No, I, I that was just so special. And unfortunately, yeah. I, I I I tore my cartilage a little in game four in the Garden that we won. And so going back for game five in uh, in Montreal, uh -huh. I had to make a decision whether to play or not. And it was hurt so much I couldn't I couldn't go 100. percent So I figured I might as well rest it in case we go to game six. So I wasn't even on the ice for the game. Uh, okay, okay. Them, but <laughs> yeah. I was still in the stand, in the stands sweating with three minutes to go. <laughs> We're still up by three. I was so used oh, to something uh, happening. The garden god. And the, when the Cam, gods, when the Cam scored, they make it 4-1. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> Which was great. That. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So um, me and Razor do a, a segment called Fan Questions, and I put it out there on yeah. social media, um, and I asked, for people to send in questions for you. Yeah. And uh, we had one that was, um, they wanted me to ask you, I forget the name, uh, in Long Island, they said there was, just ask him if he remembers like Shaughnessy's or Cassidy's or something like that. It was like, I guess you hung out there a lot and they remember you from there. Well, there's one called the Diggs. Shaughnessy's. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shaughnessy's was the bar on the beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we used to hang out at the uh, – it was the 70s. I mean, everybody had their neighborhood bar. And, yeah. and honestly, it, it was – Long Beach was such a small town. I had never experienced it. It was uh, – you know, I spent a year in Providence. But then I got to New York, and all the guys lived in Long Beach except Derek and Rod Gilbert because they were the only two that could afford to live in Manhattan. <laughs> and the rink was in Long Beach. 
so we had our local watering hole, and, and it looked just like Cheers. It was a square bar, <laughs> yeah. and everybody knew your name. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly. Uh, yeah. And there was Norm, and uh, you walk in, and it's the guy, honestly, God, yeah. I mean, I was only there two years, but I knew everybody in town that, that, that lived there. And uh, actually, I drove a motorcycle around the bar inside one time. <laughs> really? That's a... That's another story. Was <laughs> that uh, supposed to be in the bar? Uh, uh, no, no. I, I, it was a kind of a joke, but uh, oh, the bartender man. held the door open for me. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> and, I, and I had the, the backup goalie, Dunk Wilson, was on one behind me. <laughs> we went twice around the bar and out. It was actually Brad Park's motorcycle. Oh I didn't have a license. I took it back. To, I took it back the next day, and I said, "Here, Brad, I didn't ride one for thirty years. <laughs> I wonder why." <clears throat> so after the motorcycle, but that was that was a, that was a you know a fun era. There weren't any rules. It was the mid seventies, and but uh, no, the the Long Beach was a, a lot of fun. Shanzi's was kind of a, a just new in those days. I think it was the the summer I got traded that I spent there that. I, yeah. I went to Shaughnessy's a couple times, and uh, but I think that was the first year, probably of uh, the summer of '76. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess this would be a question for both of you. What's like the hockey city that's like the best? Like when you travel there, I know you don't get to like get out and see the city that much, but like what's the public best? libraries? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, uh, exactly. To get out and read. New York has a big one, I hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the best like hockey city to hang out in. I know everyone always says Montreal, but I don't know if there was like maybe the Florida games because you can go outside. No, I didn't have Florida. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You miss those the southern swings. No, I mean yeah, Florida was always fun to go down. I mean, but that's not a hockey. But trip wise, I mean, going out west was always fun. Going out to LA, it was just so different. You get yeah. and you'd always, you'd get six or seven days. That was the big thing. Is for us at least, you know, getting a ten day road trip in October when the circus was coming to town. Oh, yeah. that, that was our only warm weather destination yeah. uh, when I played. And yeah. so, and it was early October yeah. and usually had a few extra days and the weather was great. And uh, the ice was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> but right. we always won. Yeah. We, al- yeah. we always seemed to, anyways, my memory says we always won. Yeah. Yeah. A little more motivation to win out in those. I, I'm so far back at California Golden Seals oh, in Oakland. Yeah. Good ones. Oh, oh, actually, that's where I got initiated. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Ro- my uh, rookie year, but we won't go into that. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the old style oh, initiation, yeah. too. Tr- trust yeah. me. <laughs> Luckily, during the day. Yeah. It was. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you had to get initiated. Uh, oh yeah, well they they left my hair on my head alone, <laughs> oh, that's good. which you know very often in the old days you didn't wear helmets. You could tell the rookies because they were shaved bald. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason I had hair down on my shoulders. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. But they left my, th- that hair alone. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all I'm going to say. So what was your initiation razor? Yeah, well I mean we had we had bad junior initiation still um oh. but by the time i got to the nhl everyone was more professional or it was quote already unquote. down to like it was, let him skate around nah, it was the rookie <laughs> meal and you would you know cost you a lot yeah it was, yeah. you spend a bunch of money and you'd basically do what they told you that night but it wasn't uh no haircutting no uh all, that was all in junior. Yeah. That yeah. was all the junior days. In Boston, that ended with Terry O'Reilly, I was told. Because when I got to Boston, uh, you, know, I, you know, I think you know, there was a rookie that came up and I asked somebody, you know, we're going to have an initiation. Go, oh, we don't do that here because 
they tried to do Terry, oh. and uh, they couldn't get him out of the shower. <laughs> but three guys came out bleeding. <laughs> so uh, the, after they couldn't get Der- Terry done as a rookie, they said, okay, we're not doing yeah. anybody else. <laughs> Until some uh, this night in Buffalo, but I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Years later in the 80s, yeah. uh, we kind of re- reincorporated it. But. They deserved it probably. Yeah. <laughs> Well, nobody deserves it. No. I, I look <laughs> at it. I did. look at it as kind of uh, you know an acceptance from the yes. veterans to yeah. the team, especially in back in my era, because you know you didn't have three, four, or five guys coming to a team. You had you know one guy here, one guy there. Teams stayed together mm-hmm. quite a bit. So right. if you were able to be accepted by everybody in that team and not shunned or thinking, hey, I'm going to take somebody's job. And then they accept you, and then they give you that initiation. It's like they like you. You're, you're, you're part of the club now. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. Yeah. You know. Well, as, you know, they didn't send me to the hospital or something. Yeah, right. I was, <laughs> which I've heard that happening, too. <laughs> well. Oh, man. Um, yeah, and then one of the other fan questions, I know I've asked you, and you're sick of hearing about it, and <laughs> mainly from the guy <laughs> that um, how did, how did uh, the – Chris Nyland butt end of the stick thing come out like oh, I know uh, oh that's fine N- Knuckles and I you know kissed and made up I mean he apologized to me like the, the very next time we were on the ice and then for about 20 years after that yeah I to, you to the point where I'm like <laughs> Knuckles I said it's like 25 years ago you know, <laughs> let, let, let it go I did you know but you know he apologized to me uh, and he still does, you know, he says to me, I, I don't even know why I did it. Then he says, I hit you with my glove. Well, it wasn't the, no, it wasn't the glove. Good thing you were a good shot because he caught me right here and not here, you know. And yeah. I already had an 11-tooth bridge. Mm. He just made it a 14-tooth bridge because <laughs> the, te- the teeth underneath were holding it up. So oh. the three of them came out with it. Oh, man. I think I went back out and played, but I want to see a tape of that game because I have in my mind that I went back out and scored a goal and we won the game, but probably I, I don't uh, remember any of it. <laughs> think I had a concussion? <laughs> I don't remember. Because, Pro- oh, you can't you go out. You got, a, you got a concussion. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what? Nowadays, what? for months. I didn't Probably. go out, but I, I, yeah. I, was, I was dazed. Yeah, I, I remember right. looking for my bridge. I was like, well, I just had to oh, put man. in. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It's like looking for a contact so lens my, on the ice. My <laughs> orthodontist, Dr. Hill, turned into my best friend. Yeah, <laughs> Spend a lot of time with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, he's, 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 a, he's a ticket holder. He's coming on the 29th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of guys ended up going to him after me. Uh, you know, Terry. and well, Maybe Terry was there before me because he was in Georgetown. Yeah. Uh, and then most of the guys were North Shore, so then Ray would go to him. I think Cam goes to him now. He's, he's great at that. Fixing uh, your teeth. When good they references. Get, when they get knocked out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah good pitch for a doctor. No, he's retiring, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, he right. bought a coffee plantation in Hawaii. A coffee plantation. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the dream. Should have been, wi- been a winery. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> first. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I definitely need a, a coffee um, plantation. <laughs> Razor knows how much caffeine yeah, I take in. Yeah. Red I Bull, have cut Red down on the Red Bull. Your hours are weird, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're You're very early or very late. I used to be very early. Yeah. The morning radio stuff. I'm Right now, I don't, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. I, I have a hard time getting to work on time I can't for even two listen. in the afternoon. I There's can't even listen to morning radio. Like <laughs> I laugh since I, I mean, people are just laughing too much in the, that early. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what about? You know? 
Yeah, I'm like a car in the winter. I take a few hours to warm, warm up. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even right now is super early. <laughs> <laughs> but you got little kids, so you're up. Yeah, like this is yeah midnight oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle of the day for you. That's it. <laughs> that, it goes by pretty quickly. It so does. you got to enjoy it. Does. It does. Got to get up. Hard, with hard to tell yourself that. So you got the, the uh, your number being retired. You're still the president of the alumni. Well, the alumni, uh, ten years now. Uh, I'm happy to say they haven't uh, demoted me or fired me. Um, <laughs> so how I enjoy ga- it. Games Razor plays. Uh, just came on a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, we do about thirty games a year still. Uh, trips to Canada, um, mainly the Maritimes, but we're branching out. Uh, some a couple of guys. Uh, Ray goes on some of those trips. I Frady comes down from Detroit. They just went up to an Indian reservation up in northern Quebec. You you almost made that trip. Yeah, almost. Uh, it was only two games, so I I, uh, I was going to go, but uh, initially we were going through Montreal, and my son lives there, and I was going to hop off and see him for his birthday. Then then they had to take a charter because it's a long story, but <laughs> I, I hopped off the trip too, but they had a good time up there. So you never know because we have a promoter, Steve Walton, and – you never know what what the next trip is going to hold. Uh, you know, I, I I talked to him like a week before, and I said, "So where's everybody staying?" He goes, "Oh, they don't have any hotels." I go, "What? They don't have hotels? They have a hockey rink, but they don't have any hotels up there." Yeah, so they stayed so, in people's houses. They put them up, and they were very gracious, very nice. And they, like while they, they were they still there, not like an Airbnb situation? <laughs> no. no, while they're there. Oh, they're oh, open, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just told them to take their sleeping bags just in case. Yeah. But, but, so Andrew Albert emailed me, go, are you serious? It's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. So how are those games going for you guys? I know you said <clears throat> on the podcast a few weeks ago you had a, a close one. Yeah, we've there. had a couple close ones this year. Had another close one this weekend, but guys pulled it out. Yeah. <laughs> guys pulled it out. Well, the one uh, this weekend uh, was the Mass Down Syndrome Congress, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's our favorite game every year because it's such a fun game and it's such a great cause. Yeah. And, and the guys all, all want to play in it. And it's been 14 years, I think it is, that yeah, uh, Maureen's been there, Gallagher, Maureen Gallagher, who heads it up, has been there for 12. And uh, no, it's uh, and they raise they uh, raise sixty grand. Sixty, is you, I was yeah. gonna say usually around At seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the game because the they game. they really promote it all year. Yep. And they usually That's raise awesome. upwards of fifty thousand to a hundred thousand uh, uh, around that game, and I think they're the biggest fundraiser we have, mm-hmm. uh, game wise. Yeah. And so I'm, not I'm sure so what happy. The, uh, the comedians team number was when we. We're doing those games uh, wasn't that high <laughs> well you got to work selling the advertiser yeah exactly <laughs> you know who played was russo davy russo yeah. played oh really day. yeah yeah scored a goal i guess or at least he told me he did. yeah he, he did was he was excited too he was fired up oh yeah yeah, yeah he yeah, loves playing yeah. yeah he's always yeah. fired up yeah. yes he is <laughs> But uh, yeah, thanks for doing this. You were our oh, great. Uh, first guest. Great. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it's always nice to be first. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, nobody wants to be last. You know, when you're cl- shutting the yeah. shutting the show down. <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, yeah. Well, I wish you guys the best of luck with it. Thanks, Nifty. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah, and yeah, I think you'd do well if if you did it while the bar was open. I know it'd be a little noisier. Yeah. But, you know, people could ask questions, maybe a little rowdier. Yeah. yeah. We used to do uh, a Dirty Water TV up on, like, right above us yeah. on the second floor. Yeah. And it was, 
It gets loud in here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear anything. Well, maybe you do a Monday night or something. Well, maybe not, but there's football on. Okay. <laughs> Tuesday yeah. night, maybe. Maybe borrow a closet or something, get yeah, a TV back yeah, there. Yeah. But no, all the best with the show. I'm sure it'll be, oh, thank should you. be great. And congratulations again on thank the, you. the number. I can't wait. It's been uh, four months. I, I, I can't wait to sleep because I, I keep waking up early. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be and awesome. And then that's on the 29th. Yeah. And then Against the Islanders. Razor, you'll be doing Nessun. The in between games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Next couple days, Wednesday, uh, Friday. Next two games, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Sweet. And yeah. then uh, I'll be doing stand up in Fitchburg. So really, yeah. say a little to Wallace Arena for me. I will. So, so I wish the I old Holiday Inn. I think it's like a Super Eight now or something. Probably a drug house now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <It's> nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's Fitchburg. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Get my material. Ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i wish i was doing your gigs yeah. so i'll be out in fitchburg um yeah so thanks Good. again thanks and all the best yeah see you later okay. <laughs> yeah.